he murmured a few words. Something flashed in his hand, a silver cigarette lighter. She understood now. Panic sent a flood of adrenaline to her brain, cutting through the fog, slashing right to her heart. Lighter fluid. The cup had contained lighter fluid. He had poured it all over her body. She was soaked, dripping in it. No! Lena screamed, lunging, fingers splayed. The lighter dropped onto her lap, the flame igniting the liquid, the liquid burning her clothes. There was a horrible keening. It was coming from her own throat as she sat helplessly watching the flames lick up her body. She thought again of that long-ago trip to Florida, the exhausting heat, the sharp, unbearable rip of pain as her flesh cooked to the seat. Monday afternoon. Sarah Linton looked at her watch. The Seiko had been a gift from her grandmother on the day Sarah graduated from high school. Wear this and think of me, Granny M. had said that day on the school campus as she closed the watch's silver bracelet around Sarah's wrist. You're going to do everything you ever dreamed of, and I want you to know that I will always be right there beside you. Now, looking at the watch, for the first time in her life, Sarah was glad her grandmother was not there with her, could not read the anger in Sarah's eyes, know the humiliation that burned in her chest like an uncontrollable fire as she sat in a conference room being deposed in a malpractice suit filed by the parents of a dead patient. The lawyer leaned over the table, eyebrow raised, lip curled, as Sarah glanced at the watch. Dr. Linton, do you have a more pressing appointment? No. Sarah tried to keep her voice calm, to quell the fury that the lawyer had obviously been stoking for the last four hours. I've been calling you Dr. Linton all this time. The lawyer glanced down at an open folder in front of her. Is it Tolliver? I see that you remarried your ex-husband, Jeffrey Tolliver, six months ago. Linton is fine. So, the lawyer continued. The woman had given her name at the start of the deposition, but Sarah couldn't remember it. All she had been able to concentrate on at the time was the look on Becky Powell's face, Jimmy's mother, the woman whose hand Sarah had held so many times, the friend she had comforted, the person with whom she had spent countless hours on the phone, trying to put into simple English the medical jargon the oncologists in Atlanta were feeding the mother to explain why her twelve-year-old son was going to die. From the moment they'd entered the room, Becky had glared at Sarah as if she were a murderer. The boy's father, a man Sarah had gone to school with, had not even been able to look her in the eye. Dr. Tolliver, the lawyer pressed. Linton, Sarah corrected, and the woman smiled, just as she did every time she scored a point against Sarah. On the morning of the 17th, this was the day after Easter, you got lab results from the cell blast you'd ordered performed on James Powell. Is that correct? James. She made him sound so adult. To Sarah, he would always be the six-year-old she had met all those years ago, the little boy who liked playing with his plastic dinosaurs and eating the occasional crayon. He'd been so proud when he told her that he was called Jimmy, just like his dad. Dr. Tolliver. Buddy Conford, one of Sarah's lawyers, finally spoke up. Let's cut the crap, honey. Honey? The lawyer echoed. She had one of those husky, low voices most men found irresistible. Buddy smiled, his own point made. You know her name. Please instruct your client to answer the question, Mr. Conford. Yes, 
Sarah said before they could exchange any more barbs. She had found that lawyers could be quite verbose at $350 an hour. And Sarah had two lawyers. Melinda Stiles was counsel for Global Medical Indemnity, an insurance company to whom Sarah had paid almost three and a half million dollars over the course of her medical career. Buddy Confort was Sarah's personal lawyer, whom she had hired to protect her from the insurance company. The fine print in all of Global's malpractice policies stipulated limited liability on the part of the company when a patient's injury was a direct result of a doctor's willful negligence. Buddy was here to make sure that did not happen. Dr. Linton, the morning of the 17th? Yes, Sarah answered. According to my notes, that's when I got the lab results. Sharon, Sarah remembered. The lawyer was Sharon Connor. Such an innocuous name for such a horrible person.